Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What is going on, podcast family? I hope that you are doing amazing. I am just getting back from Sedona, where for the first time ever, a elder of the Zuni and an elder of the Mi'kmaq came together to share their knowledge. Um, it has been a whirlwind. It was an amazing experience. Um, what they talked about in private was truly mind-blowing. I wish I could share it all. I'm not allowed to share it all, but they're they're going to continue to share their wisdom with us. And this is ancient teachings, ancient technology. Um, it's, it's really incredible stuff. So um, I'm going to be posting that video on YouTube of, of their talk in Sedona. Um, but it feels like forever since I've been with you guys. So it's such a privilege and honor to be with you again, my beautiful soul family. I hope that you're all doing amazing. We have an incredible episode for you today. We've got Dr. Robert Morse on and people wanted to hear him speak for a while and for good reason. Um, It's an incredible episode. We talk about Uh, Wait, let me just make sure I got this one right. Yes, we got understanding aloneness, how he lived in a car as a fruitarian and was seeing these beings. Um, (laughs) I think he talks about it a little bit. He talked about it more with me in private about that experience. It's pretty mind-blowing. How to leave your body. Uh, Let yourself become God-absorbed. He kind of goes into what that is. Um, Two sides of chemistry, chemistry, acid versus alkaline. Uh, The missing understanding of doctors. Uh, interstitial spaces. Um, he talks about how mother's milk can and uh, transfer diseases, the lymphatic system, uh, superfoods for babies, fruits, berries, salads, uh, the miracle of the grape diet, uh, the recommendation for supplements. Um, we talk about the difference between paleo, raw, uh, detoxification, dry fasting, water fasting. So he is basically a health food doctor. Um, you know, dietitian to the max, um, and we go into very medical, metaphysical stuff as well. So this this podcast goes all over the place. It's part one of two. Uh, I know that you're going to enjoy it. If you like the episode, please share the episode. That really does help. Um, do an act of kindness today. If you can do three acts of kindness, that really shows that you're getting the understanding of what this podcast is all about. Taking action. Don't think about doing something kind. Do an action of something kind if you like the podcast. It could be getting someone's name, letting someone in in traffic, listening to someone, uh, picking up a piece of trash, just anything. Pay it forward. doesn't matter. Just do do three acts of kindness today if you want to support the podcast. Um, and I want to thank uh, so much to Angela, Angela Carly and Heather Grisp. I'm probably butchering your name. My apologies for that. Uh, But you guys have hooked me up on Patreon. You took an action and it meant a lot. Thank you so much. Um, If you want to support the show financially, that would be amazing. And just go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair because it does really help. Even if you just toss a buck in the bucket. So um, if I had like 1% of the audience do that, then I'd be good and be eating sandwiches and um, doing all kinds of good things. So I appreciate all of you guys doing that. Um, leaving a review in iTunes is, is epic. It em- encourages people to watch the show. Um, so I want to thank so much to, uh, it's like 
Chris IT87 from Australia. Uh, it says, The Bomb Diggity. Hey, brother, just wanted to share the love and feedback of how much I've been enjoying your podcast. The first time I listened to you, it came up that I highly that I highly resonated with you. All your different levels was the exact aspects that my path has been over the past couple of years. Since then, I got onto your podcast and haven't stopped. I've been listening to you and the Ascend podcast almost every day to absorb the information uh, as much as possible. And you have a wealth of knowledge and information that you're sharing. And I want to thank you and share my gratitude with you for being genuine, humble, awesome, and a cool dude. I have a feeling we will cross paths one day, and I'm looking forward to that day. Keep up the amazing work, and much love from Australia. If anyone is thinking about listening to this podcast, don't think, just do it. It'll be worth your time. Thanks again. Love you, brother. So I appreciate you spending the time and take, leaving that review. Thank you so much for the kind words. It is appreciated, and thank you so much for taking an action to support the show, because it does help a great deal. Um, what else do I got to cover before we get into this epic episode if you guys want some coaching go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and fill out the form and basically i'm doing 90 minute sessions which are either the heart hypnosis to find your life's purpose essentially or get aligned and let go of all the baggage it's the most powerful hypnotic process um, i've ever come across and that's why i use it um also doing like breakthrough sessions where I can just chat with you and we can get very clear and overcome limiting beliefs, uh, identify the reality that you want and give you a clear path to go that way. And, you know, one-on-one coaching for month memberships as well for those who really want to level up. And that's where you're going to learn how to identify a clear goal from your heart and spirit, the best strategies for getting there as quickly as possible with as little resistance and how to do that from a place of fulfillment first. So for all of you who want that, go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching definitely check out zen athlete if you're a coach if you're a teacher if you work with athletes of any kind get that book and share it with your kids and learn it because it's very very important that they learn that knowledge um and i think that's it sign up for the email list over at mattbelair.com and there's a free lucid dreaming there as well if you go to forward slash lucid dreaming you can get that track as well and i think that's it i want to shout out to david lone bear Senapass, who have been spending the summer with in maine um check out distant ancient echoes on facebook and we're doing uh, weekly webinars right now I think every Thursday at 8 p.m. We've just done the second, and it's the second of seven. So please check us out. Um, 8 p.m. You can get the link there at Distant Ancient Echoes. I'm promoting it all the time. And he's basically sharing the star teachings and the star knowledge of what he was taught by over 600 elders for the first 26 years of his life. So the more I'm around him, the more my mind is blown, and I feel like he's 100% legit, and I can't believe the stories that him that he was sharing and then the stories that Clifford Mahuti, the Zuni elder was sharing is like you guys had a very different upbringing it's truly incredible stuff and they're ready to share some of this knowledge for the first time to the non-natives so fully supporting his mission and journey so if you like the podcast please support David Lone Bear because he needs the support um, he can do a lot of amazing things but right now desperately needs some support um, so hit me up at Matt at Zen Athlete or him as well if you can support in any way we would definitely appreciate you um, and we want to speak around and go around the world speaking too so hit us up if you can help because we need it thank you um, that's it so let's get into this episode uh, much love and appreciation and let's just do a quick um, breath meditation to come to peaceful coherence so wherever you are in the world just stop whatever you're doing take it in a deep breath in through your nose setting the intention to come to peace and coherence now just letting go of all the cares all the worries all the tasks of the day and just feeling fully present now as you let that breath out slowly with all the limitations the self-criticisms the negative energies the scarcity the fear just all letting go now 
taking another deep breath in through the nose hold that breath and just doubling the feeling of connection to spirit to source yourself to all beings and all life on the planet i'm sending you all of my love passion encouragement well wishes so that you can live the life of your dreams knowing that you are whole perfect harmonious coherent and incredible just as you are that you have everything that you need in you to create a beautiful incredible reality letting that breath out slowly with all the limitations and self-doubts Taking in one more deep breath in through your nose and just doubling this feeling of peace and coherence and just feeling grateful, centered, connected, coherent. And just let that breath out slowly. All right. So we are now ready to get into this incredible episode, part one with Dr. Robert Morse. Go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Master Mind, Body, and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. No matter what your age, health is one of your greatest assets while you're living your journey on this planet. Because of the type of foods and chemicals man has been consuming, humans have created a state of toxicity, genetic weakness, and degeneration of cells never seen before in any species. His clinic has been dedicated to truth and using regenerative detoxification to assist humans and animals get back to health for over 40 years. True happiness is a combination of physical, emotional, and mental balance with a broader understanding of who you as an individual really are. Welcome to the show, Dr. Robert Morse. Hey, Matt. Hey Robert, how we were having fun before. You know, I thought we were running. We were having a lot of fun. The good thing, some of that information, of course, you like to give that information out. You know. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we 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 got you on the. We started chatting, and you just were going off right away. And I was like, hold on, we haven't started. There's so much information. You have so much energy and wisdom, man. I'm, I'm all of that. We can chat about. Um, this is. I'm so excited to have you on. You came super highly recommended, and and I know why. So. <laughs> We can start wherever you want to go, but maybe give people a little bit of a background on who you are and what you're doing, and then we'll launch wherever you want to start. Okay, I think that's a good idea. You know, I, I tell you what, I started out perhaps um, when I was about uh, 19 or 20, I decided to build a house from the ground up. I wanted to build a house because I'm a farm boy. And we did a lot of building and things, but I wanted to build my own house and build me a little house to live in. and so. I needed some help down here and I was living on the beach at the time and I found this gentleman that uh, was playing volleyball with me and he was a carpenter. I said, I need a carpenter, I need you to help me. I'm a carpenter too. So he helped me build this house, but every lunch he would have a lunch bucket full of fruit and veggies. Well, I don't remember, I was probably eating McDonald's, who knows, you know? And so I'm looking at his lunch bucket every lunch it was fruit and vegetables. I'm going, man, that looks good because I love fruit, you know? And I was looking at that going, man, that really looks good. I said, what are you eating that for? That's all you're eating? He goes, read this book. So I forget, I think it was one of the natural hygienic books, you know? Uh, and so I read it and I'm going, oh man, this just makes total sense. Why? No animal cooks their food before they eat it. Why do you process your foods? Uh, and it just went into the electrical side, a little bit of foods and stuff. And I'm going, well, I got to try this. So it made me feel so good to shift to raw foods, fruits and berries and melons and salads that uh, it changed me. And of course, I always was wondering about who the creator was. And so I went into, uh, I left and went into a Volkswagen van and went into the woods and uh, lived as a fruititarian. I lived on oranges for six months, uh, fasting, and then I lived a couple of years as a hermit. 
And those are the fun times because I could not stay in my body. I was uh, being trained by some of the uh, Eckmasters beyond. I, it, was, it was such a radical period of time for me because of the level that they were working with me at. It was just, I couldn't sleep. I, I laid down, I'm out. I'm in this beautiful city. I'm going to go to this temple, learning on the inner planes. I'm, I'm doing all kinds of things. And so it, it's just in that development till we get to this point, because as we talked about earlier, at this point on this planet and at this physical dimension, there are a lot of souls that are ready to just to wake up now. They played their, they played their play. These, this is just a patent place. You know, days of our lives, that's all creation is, a place for you as consciousness to experience duality and form and, you know, enjoy differences and, and opposites. And so that's what creation is. Man takes creation way too serious. <laughs> but so I, I learned the difference then. As I traveled a lot out of body, I realized and voices would come to me, who's the traveler? You know, and I started realizing, who is the traveler? It's fun to travel from one place to another. It's fun to travel to China, but how about traveling to cities and spiritual worlds that are jeweled, like beautiful jewels and colors you've never seen before, emanating light and beauty that, and sounds you just never heard, and it throws you into ecstasy and joy. And these are worlds you can experience anytime you want. But our attention is so occupied through the physical vehicle and that's what one of my goals is, is to break that attention that souls have through their physical vehicle, but also to teach you the duality of chemistry and why people are suffering. This whole concept, as we were talking earlier about diseases, is stupid. It, 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 the theory is ridiculous. It doesn't take into account chemistry or physics. They don't understand anything. So they live in this surreal world of diseases and they pull so many people into it. And as you said earlier, treating them with toxic chemicals, pharmaceuticals, treating symptoms from which they don't know the cause at all. So they bring up this lame idea of diseases. So man has lost and steeped in this concept. And I'm here to break it. Amazing. Okay. So where do, you, you glossed over so much amazing stuff, living in the van, you talked about a hermit and then, you know, being a hermit, you also talked about aloneness. Uh, when we, when we, um, yeah. start, do you want to talk about that a little bit? I do. I do because a lot of people are afraid of being lonely. And I say, no, 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 no. You, the doorway to the heavens and Jesus said it, Buddha said, everybody that has any awareness knows that there's only one doorway to the heavens and that's you. You're the only, you're the living truth. You're the doorway, not physically, your awareness. It's, it's through you that all the answers of life can be found. You can't take a spaceship anywhere. You're in the physical world. You can go, you know, it's endless. So, but it's, so is the next world. We talked about the astral world and John Monroe and having him. If he was still alive, that could be cool, you know, because if no one has had an out-of-body experience, music is a great way to surrender yourself to do that. You know, when you're listening to an etheric music, they, they used to say Pythagoras had a, a group called the Blue Hand Group. And Pythagoras was a very spiritual gentleman. They said that he could strum one note on his instrument and it would throw his chelas, his students, into ecstasy. I mean, there's so many neat things outside of this world. This world is mundane. This world is, is, is at the bottom of the swinging pendulum of duality. So the swing is great positive, negative. And so you have both aspects to understand in life. You can't always be happy because you have the other side coming as well. 
So you have to understand that if you look at duality in terms of duality, that will be your experience. If you'll pull back from thought, which is the creator of duality, and you work in the now, there is no thinking. It is just pure awareness, pure consciousness. And that's who you are. That's where you come from. And that's formless. As we were saying, these are formless worlds and formless levels. And it's difficult for a, an individual that's in form to understand that because the form is so, um, like your nervous system is so good, it keeps your attention locked in your physical body unless someone, you know, creates a near-death experience for you or something and then you leave it real quick. So it's important to realize that if you can leave your body at the time of death or at a near-death experience, why can't you leave it at any time? And of course you can. You just have to learn the simple ways of leaving your body. Okay, that's fascinating. Well, how do we, well, I, well I'm curious. To, yeah, go there. Go ahead. Okay, so think about this. When you're, if you take a look at who you really are, you, you get bay and you drop the physical body. Well, wait a minute. I guess I'm not physical. And then you drop the emotional sheath, and pretty soon you realize, well, wait a minute. I guess emotions isn't a part of consciousness. And then, and then you strip thinking. You strip the mind, thought, and the last thing to go is your ego. The last thing to go is your point of identification to anything. That's a tough level for a lot of even yogas to leave because you can't have a point of identification and yet have consciousness. You have to let yourself go to find yourself. It's an interesting uh, dilemma there or uh, dichotomy, but you have to let the the duality and the and the form part of yourselves go. So stop. One master said to me one day. He said, "You know, if you stop thinking and stop talking, there's nothing you won't know." And I got it totally. I told him I realized that thought is not where consciousness is. Thought is not the creator uh, of, of awareness. It is the servant of awareness. The problem with man is that he's lost in thinking. Man is always thinking, planning, thinking, uh, desiring, wanting, all these sort of things. And you've got to break that. That is your uh, chain around your neck is your thinking processes. Once you break thought, you're free. You, you explode with consciousness, with awareness. And you start seeing the answers of life that you can't see when you're chasing thoughts. Thoughts limit your awareness to the thought you're thinking. So when you're in form, you have to be careful about identifying with form as the reality of anything. So it's just that sort of thing. When you apply that to health, you realize that in health, life is dualistic. So when we look at consciousness, we can, if we look back the other way, and I'll give you a good example. A lot of, when we're in form, example with you, when you go into meditation, we tend to go into meditation, we tend to look to the to the divine and that we want to surrender to the divine or as the uh as the um um uh, uh the whirling dervish people uh it is god absorption the sufis it is god absorption and that's what we do in meditation but in reality is it a state beyond thought a state beyond emotions these are limited states of experiencing and creation so if you want to experience the all of the all, the infinite, you must become the infinite yourself. 
So that's why you have to lose all points of identification. So if you go into meditation, you completely lose yourself from being there completely. You let yourself become God-absorbed. And as you do that, you will find yourself expanding and expanding unlimitlessly. And so it's just a great major ecstasy. Joy comes into you. Uh, you learn how to live a higher life using your mind, using your emotions, using your physical body, but not having them use you. So as you perceive, so if you change your point of view, because all you are is a point of view. So if you change your point of view from being a physical being looking up to the divine and you change it from looking from the divine down into the physical, it'll change you. And to couple with that, not thinking you will be in the consciousness looking into creation and you still have bodies in creation. So that's the greatest part of this whole experience is learning how to use your bodies and still maintain consciousness or conscious awareness and not lose it in thinking and thought processes. You can train your mind to get up, go find the information you want. You're just there listening when it comes back to you. You don't chase the thoughts. You don't follow the thoughts. Well, shifting all this down into health, you look at uh, quantum physics for a minute. You know, when you look at chemistry, we'll look at the physical to the spiritual. You look at the physical world, we look at nothing but chemistry. This world swims in chemistry. You look at the air, people say, oh, it's void. No, there's no voids. That was the fear of at busting the atom. Creating a void might create an implosion of the universe because there's no voids as far as we know. We don't know what black holes are so much, but we do know that there's no voids. There's, there, there's structure everywhere where it's subatomic, nano, you know, whatever. But all these, these, these sides of chemistry, when they're broken down, end up into frequencies of electromagnetic energy. Inner quantum physics, which said, not only can we prove that chemistry is nothing but frequencies of energy, we now can prove that energy has intelligence. See, so that's difficult for the formed to understand that energy has awareness. Well, that means there's nothing that does not have awareness because you're dealing in omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient if you follow the, the Bible. So the very, the, those three words tell you that there's only one thing that exists and it's a total entity or a total essence or whatever. But the problem with that is the infinite is hard to understand in context of the finite. You know, we talked about that. When you're in finite form, it's hard to understand that which is infinite. It just, it's just difficult. You can't figure it out intellectually. You have to enter it as you are a part of it anyway. So when you look, apply this going back down, applying it in the worlds of health, you're dealing in two forms, two sides of chemistry. There's only two sides of chemistry, right? There's acid and there's base or alpha. Two sides of chemistry. Each has its own nature to it. So I'll give you an example. The acid side of chemistry is the male side of chemistry. It's aggressive, right? The alkaline side, the base side, is the dominant chemistry on this planet, and it is feminine. It is healing, regenerative, and loving. Acids are corrosive, and it'll rip you apart, right? So when you look at the foods on this planet, or what man calls foods, 
They can be divided up into alkaline ash forming foods or acid ash forming foods. The acid ash forming foods are generally only reserved for the carnivores, which is only the cat community. For that, they pay a heavy price because high protein diets are acid ash foods. Proteins are acid ash foods. So when you have a species that has a higher protein consumption, their milks have changed, their energies are changed. So looking at a high protein consumption uh, species, you'll find a species that sleeps 20 to 22 hours a day because their carbon, which is the energetic side of chemistry, is very low. So here's an example, mother's milk, human mother's milk, is 7.5% carbon, carbohydrates. Half of that is lipids. All right, so three and a half basically percent of mother's milk is lipids, fats. Less than one percent is protein. We have it all turned around the opposite. When you look at a cat's milk, its predominance is lipids because acids are very corrosive. So its predominance is lipids, then proteins, and then carbon. So there's a huge difference. And understanding that, our species requires carbon, essential, to have consciousness, awareness, to have energy. Carbon is broken down into adenosine triphosphate, uh, monophosphate, uh, all the, the diphosphates. It runs energy factors. Because once your body is built, all you need is energy to it. A few little amino acids to repair, and carbon is essential. So the main food for the human, which is a frugivore, are fruits and berries. These are high carbon foods. And of course, that's what runs the nervous system is carbon. That's what runs your car is carbon. You starve yourself for carbon and you kill yourself. Man on this planet thinks that protein is the number one source. And this is the, one of the greatest lies and the greatest destruction of tissue there are. Uh, acid ash foods are proteins, beans, grains for the most part, animal products. Uh, milks raw are basically alkaline. Cook them and it becomes extremely acidic. So anything that's acidic dehydrates you and burns your electrolytes. And most people eat exclusively acid ash forming foods, means the ash is acidic. Well, your blood is alkaline. So now you're dumping an acid ash into the blood, which shocks the blood. So the blood now has to steal something to keep its alkalinity or death is assured within about three minutes. You dump acids in the blood, and you blood can't get the calcium out of the basement uh, layer, you, you're going to die. You're not going to make it. It, it. This is one of the serious issues of this. So if you look, the body has a calcium buffering system that you see all the time. So when you eat a high diet of acid ash foods, the body has to steal calcium out of itself. So you see spider veins, varicose veins, hernias, aneurysms, petechia, bruising easy, uh, prolapsing, you see all kinds of problems, depression from the lack of calcium. So it's a big deal to understand that most vertebrates on this planet, including omnivores, are alkaline ash eating food uh, species. And if you don't do that, you'll end up mutating the species because the, our main food is electrolyte rich. It keeps us hydrated, it keeps us electrical, it keeps, it keeps fluidity to the fluids. Because if you look at the human body, it really is just a bunch of cells, about 100 trillion, and two fluids outside of water. You only have two fluids that maintain the health of the cells. 
And this is one of the biggest things your listeners can understand. If they understand this one, they've got it. They've got the missing piece of puzzle that the medical doctors do not have. And that is the great sewer system of the human body, the great lymphatic system. They do not understand it. All the cancers that they claim, the word cancers, are all part of it. It is the destructive side of the human body. It is what breaks your tissues down because everybody is just a cell. I'm a cell in your liver. How can you hurt me? How can you damage me if I'm a cell in your liver? So think about this. The human body is made roughly of 100 trillion cells. So cells are structure, function. So your cells are divided up into bones, into organs and glands that control the organs, into skin, so into tissues. So it gives you standing upright, it gives you muscles, tendons, all these sort of things like that. So it gives you the form. But how do you feed and how do you clean these cells? Do, do you know anybody that builds a house today without bathrooms? I don't know anybody that builds a house with just kitchens without bathrooms, right? The human body has one of the state-of-the-art bathrooms ever produced. And it doesn't have one septic tank. It has about 600 septic tanks called lymph nodes. So every cell in your body, let's say I'm a cell in your liver, right? All the other cells around me, none of us are touching each other. We stand alone. We talked about aloneness early on. We stand alone as cells in, our, in your body. Every cell, even bone cells, stand alone. Why? What, what, what's around a cell? All the spaces around a cell, you have spaces around every cell. What are these spaces? Interstitial spaces. And if you've been following the news, this is the new largest organ found by the medical community. They just found an organ they've never found in the human body. The largest one they think they've ever found. Interstitial spaces. I mean, these guys are insane. The University of West Virginia just found the lymphatic system in the brain almost three years ago. Never knew it existed. Now, when you look at the spaces around the cells, it's full of fluid. Only two. 20% blood. 20% is blood. What's 80% of that fluid around a cell? Lymphatic. That is your sewer system. All these tumors, all this decay, this is the system that deals with the acids of the human body. Every cell eats and poops. Every cell in your body is just like you do. We consume and we eliminate, right? When you, and the elimination, our elimination are acids. So let's take an example. If you just had a little baby, you come home from the hospital and you just got a new little baby, right? Oh, oh wait a minute, I got to feed it, right? Oh, oh, I got to do something else too. I can't just feed it. I got to clean it. I got to clean the bottom. So what happens if you have a little baby, right? And some friends come over and you get to talking, you forgot to change the baby's diaper. Oh, and then you go run over and change the baby's diaper and you see a rash on the baby's bottom. What side of chemistry caused that rash? Acids. And that is the urine. And that tells you, and this is what I discovered living in the woods, is that the kidneys are filtering organs of the great lymphatic system. They didn't know that. So if you want to know, are you filtering your sewage out of your body, which are acids, metabolic waste, pee in a jar, and if it's clear, you're in trouble. You've got to have sewage. You have to have sewage in your urine. And we hold up pictures all the time of jars with sediment in it, showing you that urine has to have sediment in it. 
because you have to get rid of from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, you've got to get rid of your metabolic waste, the waste from the cells. And there's a hundred trillion of them. How does your body do it? Well, the medical doctors thought your body just dumps these acids into the venous system. <laughs> Impossible. I've had anatomy physiology professors in my office here telling me that I've answered, they're finally answered the question that has been the riddle of their life. Is how does the body get rid of its waste? You have three eliminative organs for this. You have two kidneys. Oh, wait a minute. You have a third kidney. What would the third kidney be? The skin. So at the top of your head, when you do not remove acids out of the body, what do you see? The word is called inflammation at first. Then you see pain, swelling. Then you get to see the breakdown of tissue or <coughs> the loss of hair. Oh, uh, and that's the problem, is that you're not getting rid of the metabolites or catalytic waste out of the brain area. And that's vital because these are acids and they have to be eliminated. And each side of the body is independent of the other. You have a right kidney for a reason. And it drains the right brain all the way down to the right chest, breast, all the way down to the right testicle, the right foot. Your left kidney does the left side. And if you ask people, they generally have trouble on one side over another side more because generally one kidney is weaker than another. This is how you start out genetic weaknesses. It's when you start developing acidosis in the body, you start growing back on cell function. So as you move through this, you start getting agglomeration in the body from the kidneys of inability to filter out these wastes. That's when you start getting colds and flus and mumps and then you start getting all this mucousy type of problems. You created this stuff by eating acid ash foods, you know, and at that, it's very mucus forming because these are foreign chemistry to the mucosa. So the body's natural immune response is going to be mucus to this. Notice that when you have a cold and flu, all the mucus you get out, uh, bronchitis and pneumonia, this is all just friggin' mucus. And it comes from consuming foreign chemistry. And most of that foreign chemistry is proteins or on the acid side of chemistry. So understanding that, if you want to rectify your problems, and I tell you, we work with bodybuilders all over the place. I'll show you Antoine. He's, a, he's one of our uh, great bodybuilders. He trains like Mr. Olympias and stuff. We have Mr. Olympia here. And it's just that they're learning that high proteins damage the kidneys and then they got all the systemic acidosis, arthritis, uh, particularly rheumatoid arthritis. They lose their joints. They lose their, I mean, it's, it's a nightmare, little uh, body full of pain. But this is true with fibromyalgia, lupus, Lyme, they're all the same thing. Systemic acidosis. And it's from the lack of elimination of metabolic acids or waste. A good example, let's say you go running out, you're going to work out a little bit and you go work out. What are you creating when you work out? A lot of extra lactic acid, right? But not only lactic acid, you're breathing more, so you're creating more phosphoric, carbonic, a lot more acids are building up in the body. And if you don't get them out, you go, oh, I feel stiff and sore after that workout. Oh, my, that was a good workout. That's acid. When you get the acids out, you go, oh, yeah, that feels good now. Yeah, I feel good. Accentuate that 100 time fold with people that have lived 20, 30, 40, 50 years and not been able to get rid of the acids. Well, enter another problem. Mothers who do not filter their sewage out of their bodies. 
all right? So let's say you're a woman and you conceive and have a baby, right? Now, if you're not filtering, guess who is not filtering with you? So what we have is thousands, hundreds of thousands of babies mutated, all kinds of tumors. We just got a tumor out of a nine-month-old baby's eye. They wanted to remove the eye. We, took, we got the tumor out before they had to do that. But this is what's happening. Your lymphatic system is set by your mother. Your fluids are not genetic. Only your cells are genetic. Your fluids are set by your mama. You're locked right into your mama. And if she's not filtering, guess what? So we have serious issues. This is vital that your people learn about the lymphatic system and what this huge, huge 80% of interstitial fluid is to you and what it means to you. It is your main immune system. You ask a medical doctor what the immune system is, they don't have the first friggin' clue. They don't even know what system causes this. They don't know anything about the lymphatic system. And yet, there is an international society of lymphologists. And they're a worldwide society. They feel that the lymph system's there to buffer blood proteins. Oh, no. The lymphatic system is your major, major sewer system, coosting system, immune system. You can go on and on and on. This is major system. And it has nothing to do with the blood. It's the opposite. Kitchen, bathroom, two separate places, kitchen, bathroom. And man has to learn that. Medical doctors never learned there's a bathroom. They're learning at pieces, you know, like I said, the University of West Virginia. Well, enter another university, I think about two years before that, this lady found another lymph system in the brain. She called the glymphatic system in the brain, claimed it uh, detoxed the skull and everything, and that it used the spinal fluid. So they're, they're biting at this whole thing called the lymph system. Well, we've laid it right out for you, how it works and, and, and the importance of it. Because if you don't learn that, then you don't know what's causing all these problems. Oh, my God. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was so amazing. Okay, well, what I would ask then is – can you give us a beginner's guide? Because I don't know what to do. And then I think if anybody out there is having, as has a baby, they're going to be curious about what you just said. So I'd like to address that for any mothers out there because they're going to be like, yo, ask him what the solution. So solution for mothers and a beginner's guide. Because I'm sitting over here, I believe you, but I don't know what the heck to do. So what, what's a beginner's guide for us okay. to start to apply this? So what I did on, in my book and on the website and stuff, we put up pictures to show you. We put up pictures of all the teeth of the vertebrae, the mouse, all the hands, claws, hooves, because we wanted to show you what species the Homo sapien belongs to. A lot of people have a hard time with that. But the Homo sapien is 97% the same as the primate family. The 3% difference gives us ability to build uh, uh, skyscrapers, you know, all the things that we're into these, this level. Our nervous system is the top nervous system of all species on this planet. Well, inner looking at foods, not just from a chemical viewpoint, you must look at foods from an electrical viewpoint. Because everybody's bitching about having no energy, and yet they're cooking and destroying the electrical properties of their food and rebonding the chemistry. Can't do that and have health. Nature already prepared your food. You don't have to have anybody else prepare it. And when you cook it, of course, you rebond the chemistry and you break it down and destroy it. Electrically, you lose the electricity. Give an give give example. An average piece of fruit gives off around 12,000, 13,000 entrance of electromagnetic energy. A piece of vegetable only gives you off around 9,000 electrical uh, uh, units of energy. Big difference. 
So let's say that you've got a piece of broccoli there, and it gives off about 9,000 angstroms of energy. I take it into the kitchen, cut it up, and steam it. I take that electrical energy from about, uh, about 9,000 down to about 1,000. Now, an average human is radiating at about 65, maybe if they're lucky, 7,000 units of energy. So there's a law in, in physics called homeostasis. So if I take a wheel here and spin it at 100 mile an hour, and I take another wheel here and I spin it at 10 mile an hour, and I put them together, they're going to homeostatically come together, right? They're going to end up, so the fast one's going to slow down, the slow one's going to speed up until they find the same speed. The same thing is if I take a bucket of water and I go out down here at the harbor and I throw a bucket of water in the ocean, do I raise that little bit of water right around where I poured the water or do I raise the whole ocean? I raise the whole ocean. I mean, you have to understand the law of homeostasis and how chemistry waxes and wanes, ionization. And so that's what we teach in our classes. Just a little basic stuff, not heavy, heavy stuff, the basic stuff that people should know, simple stuff kids know. And so you want to look at the foods that are electrical. We are frugivores. We don't grind vegetables. We don't, all the vegetable herbivores, they have grinders. They grind these vegetables and they have multiple stomachs. We don't have multiple stomachs. So you, we raised horses growing up. We were farmers, but we had horses. And so, you know, you take a wild stallion. What's his diet? Grass. Where the, how does he get so big and powerful on grass? Where's the myth about the proteins? See what I'm saying? Proteins are not usable by the human body, only amino acids. So you want to get into amino acid blends if you want health, and these are found in alkaline ash foods. Most of your heavy protein structures are acid ash forming foods. So you want to shift your diet, and particularly our babies, you want to put them on fruit. Most babies, if your baby's getting colicky on, on your formula, you want to get off of formulas, number one. We've got superfood blends for babies. You, you don't want to have formulas for babies. These are high protein formulas. You'll get mucus building up in the baby. You'll get acidosis building up in your babies. You'll form tumors in your babies. You know, we want to get away from that. Now, if you're a mother breastfeeding and you're eating an acid ash diet, your milk becomes acidic. And then your baby can't tolerate it because acid food is not what your baby's looking for. Your baby needs hydration and alkalinity. This is how you grow calcium and the electrolytes, not your acid principles. And so your diet has to be predominantly alkaline principles. That's fruits, berries, melons, and salads, vegetables. Everything else is pretty much lumped on the acid side of chemistry. So you wanna change your diet to a fruit diet, berry diet, melon diet, and have some salads. So for breakfast, you always want to have a big bowl of fruit or a bunch of fruit. Lunch, have a big salad. And supper, have some fruit or another salad. If you want to dig really deep into the body and really talk about cleaning it and enhancing it, just go on a, a grape diet for about 20, 30 days. You know, I put a, this is, this is classic what we do here. And I'll just give you an example. We had a famous model and she had lung and bone cancer. I put her on 43 days of grapes and, and lemons, and 43 days later, no bone or lung cancer left, just to give you just one little case. But we've got thousands of those cases right now, thousands of them. They can't do a thing or say a thing. Everybody's getting well. <laughs> and they can't say anything because they don't know truth. We have truth in our pocket. You have to understand how the body works, how it gets, how it metabolizes, but also how it gets rid of its waste. 
So there's a that's the missing piece is the great lymphatic system. Of course, all the cancers are called lymphomas because they're of what? The lymph system. Why? The lymph system deals with the acid side of chemistry, and acids are corrosive to the cell. Awesome. Thanks so much. Okay. I appreciate that. So I have a few questions. One would be, let's say you're an athlete. So I'm an athlete and I would, I would assume it's the same diet. The second thing that I, I want to ask, so you can just confirm or deny that would be, um, liquids, liquids are tricky. So if we're just kind of sticking to the, the fruit diet and things like that, what about, what do you recommend for liquids? And the final thing is like, you know how you have supplements, tinctures, you know, all the, you can go nuts with that stuff. And, and then I've looked at it and I just get confused. So can you give okay. like a guideline sure, on that? Sure. All right. Well, yeah, the, uh, when you look at supplements and things, uh, I came, uh, I became a naturopath almost 50 years ago. And uh, back then, I, I came, I, I was lucky. There were schools of naturopathy. Naturopathy is the study of, of nature through science, chemistry, physics, that sort of thing. They, sometimes they look at nature paths as if they're, I don't know what, but we're, we're, the, we're the scientists. We look at everything through, through science. We, we look at the nature of foods, the chemistry of foods, and how that interacts with the chemistry of your body. you got to know all that. You can't just start off and say eat high proteins and stuff like that unless you don't know anything about it and that's the problem in america the, the american uh uh oh, it's what is american dietetics association or something i mean these people are just bought and paid for you know they're they're mindless and so people follow these in hospitals and school lunches and they're killing our kids they're, they're creating extreme acidosis extreme mucus in people and then of course the medical doctors get to treat that and uh, give you vaccines and all this sort of thing. And now because of the vaccines, we have a world of ADD, ADHD, and seizures. So it's a mess out there, right? So looking at supplements, I don't recommend any supplements except the use of botanicals. And I use botanicals for cell function and to enhance or to get the lymph system. There's herbs that are just tumor busters. There are herbs that are lymphatic herbs. And these are the big ones. There's herbs that'll pull a tumor right through your chest wall. I can pull a tumor right out of your liver. I can pull a tumor right out of your lungs. I can pull a tumor right out of your head with herbs. The pharmacopoeia of herbs are incredible. I've got herbs to stop bleeding internally. I've got herbs that will enhance kidney function, liver function, heart function. That's what they're for. They're not to treat diseases. Man created that illusion. Look at what botanicals are for. They're created for body parts, just like food. Different foods are created for different species. Their electrical properties are different. Their chemical properties are different because different species are different. You have the frugivore, you have the herbivore, you have the omnivore, and you have the carnivore. Take a look at this illusion. This was uh, National Geographic. I respect those guys immensely. But they started this new series called The Great Carnivores. And their first segment was the grizzly bear, the great grizzly bear, the great carnivore. The problem with that is grizzly bears are not carnivores. They're omnivores. Bears are omnivores, not carnivores. So by the time the show was done, grizzly bears diet was 65% sagegrass, 13% berries, tubers, and other things, and only 7% protein. And that made it a carnivore. No, it's an omnivore. So that's how misinformation gets out there. And interesting enough, that was the only segment to that series. They dropped the series for some reason. So misinformation gets out there from people. And another one is paleo. Uh, people think man's paleo caveman. <laughs> That's so far from the truth. We're islanders. 
We're an islander species. We developed in the islands, not in caves. And so when you take a look at that and understand islanders are frugivores, is that, you know, we, we, we are designed totally for the fruit life. And talk about the nervous system and the awareness. We have children that are being raised on fruits, berries, and melons right now that are almost taking college courses when they're a freshman in high school. We have youngsters right now, five years old. Three, we have uh, youngsters that are two and three that are talking to you like humans. I mean, you can't believe what's going on in our field out here with people that are shifting to living foods and foods that are more adaptive to the homo sapien digestive system. Plus, these foods are high electrically, high alkaline, and high astringent. So it starts to detox you. starts to clean out all these acids gets the kidneys filled, it rebuilds tissue that's been damaged. Slick. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, thank you for that. Now, what about if somebody is currently in disease right now, they have a problem, what steps would you recommend to get them in the process? Okay, so what, no matter what problem you're facing, you will always find two things involved in your problem, kidney and adrenal glands because they control the lymph system. You will never have problem with the blood unless the lymph system is backing up and blows back on the blood. The blood will always ravish the body for the chemistry it needs to maintain its 7.4 roughly alkalinity. So that's why it's so important that you learn that certain foods have an acid ash and that changes the matrix of the pH. You, you know, life is pH. Everything happens in pH. Uh, a good example, your, your enzymatic action from the uh, pancreatic duct and pancreas does not activate until you're about 7.5 pH in the duodenum area. Well, you're coming out of a stomach that can go down to 2 pH with protein consumption. So you're looking at going from 2 pH to 7.5 pH, and these are logarithms, 10 by 10. So it's a, it's a big deal. People have to understand chemistry is a big friggin' deal out there. And just because the medical community doesn't understand it doesn't mean we can't. And it only has two sides. There's no big deal. You don't have to get into all these chemical equations. You just have to realize the effects that acids have versus the effects of alkalizer bases. And that this air is predominantly alkaline. If the air was acidic, like I said, you have three minutes to live. You know, there was a beautiful wedding in India one time. Big tent had 100, I think 150 women and children in it. And they were had this beautiful wedding. Well, the tent caught fire. And I think 50 women and children died from that. How do you die from that? Smoke inhalation, right? Well, what is smoke? Acid. It's the same thing as smoking weed. You don't want to smoke anything because it's combustion, it's acid. And when you smoke, that acid goes, it is not buffered by anything, it goes right into the blood. So you, you, you wanna get away from uh, understanding what is acidic, what creates acidosis, and what cures that. Okay, cool, I'm just so gonna get fired. If you're in a disease symptom, you're in acidosis, one level or not, doesn't matter, location, 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 right? And the lymph system's always involved. So the kidneys are always involved and the adrenal glands on top are always involved. The adrenal glands create, I mean, I look at the adrenal glands and I'm at all at what they do. They're little glands that sit on top of your kidneys. They control your autonomic nervous system. That's a nervous system that makes you breathe, that makes your heart pump, that makes your bowels move, that makes you go like that. That's your autonomic. And when that's down, you can't breathe, asthma. I can't take a breath out, that's asthma. It's neurological. 
There's a lot of neurological problems there. You've got to go to the adrenal glands and build those up. So the adrenal glands also controls the sodium potassium pump. In other words, how nutrition is moved in and inside and out of the, of the cell wall. Also, it controls the utilization of chemistry. Let's say that you're eating uh, nutrition. You wonder how your body gets it. You, your body is simply a food processor. Think about this. The human body is simply a chemistry or food processor. Your first door open is digestion. I break complex chemistry back down to simplistic chemistry. That's what digestion is. Life is nothing but compounding simple chemistry, making it into complex chemistry, and then breaking it back down into simple chemistry again. And of course, enzymatic action is involved in that no matter what level we're looking at. So in the human body, we have that going on. That's the first process. So the pancreas is the main digestive organ of the blood. The gallbladder deals with the lipids, which is the lymphatic system. So you've got this main digestive organ. If you have problems with the pancreas, you're not going to digest your food. You're going to see pieces of foods coming out in your stool. You're going to get gassy, bloaty when you eat because you have fermentation and putrefaction. What's the second thing? You have to absorb you have to absorb, and so many people have malabsorption, and malabsorption is a lymphatic problem. Then you have to utilize the chem. Once you digest and get the chemistry in the blood, how does your body utilize it? And that's the adrenal glands, except for calcium. Calcium is a parathyroid hormone issue. But all the others, including blood sugars, need adrenal glands. So when they're off, your iron can be low, your zinc can be low, your blood sugar can be low or high. All these things can be affected from just those little bitty glands. Okay, oh, all right, so <laughs> that's amazing, first of all, thank you. So I have a question about what about autoimmune diseases and colloidal silver? Excellent. Well, first of all, there's no such thing as autoimmune. When you, when, when you ask someone that doesn't know anything, that's narcissistic, they find some answer instead of saying, I don't know. And the autoimmune is one of them. It is a stupid, answer to to a question that so many people are dying from and it's not autoimmune nothing this is your lymphatic system this is your acid removal system blowing back on you and that's what creates atrophy and degeneration so let's go to a word that's commonly used out there cancer right there's only one person that can tell you you have cancer and that's a pathologist and the and the only thing a pathologist needs to tell you that is a cell. That's why they do biopsies, right? So what is a cancer cell? That is nothing more than a cell that's been damaged and mutated to it can't be regenerated. A cell up to that is called an atypical cell. So you have a woman that has a pap smear. She has atypical cells. That means those are cells that are being damaged. What's damaging them? Huh? Come on. Acids. It's an interstitial fluid. It, it is the uh, stagnation of this system and so the blowback is obviously on a cell so that's all a cancer cell is a damaged cell it doesn't mean that your body's being chewed up with this entity that came out of moose jaw alaska and it didn't like you for some reason and now it's ripping you apart that's bullcrap and it's just that ignorance builds these kind of uh ideas like autoimmune and it's all in your head or it's uh, some you know something there's a cause for every effect. And if you don't know it, you have to admit it. And you have to find the answer to what the cause is. And so they set up labs and they set up all this stuff and they're chasing rainbows because their, their theories are all wrong. There's no such thing as diseases. There's cause and effect. When you see a symptom, 
What's causing that? Chemistry rules. So you back yourself to the wall. You back when you can't go any further. You back up to the cell, to the interstitial fluid, to two sides of chemistry. You're back to the very basics of the body. And you just take it right on down the road. What happens if this isn't happening? What happens if your kidneys are not filtering? If you don't see sewage in your kidneys, where's this sewage going? That's what's swelling you. You know, and you can go on and on and on. That's what took off your hair. You know, chemotherapy, when you say what took off your hair, acids. Well, what system in your body deals with acids? It's not your blood. Uh-uh, you wouldn't be sitting there. It is your lymphatic system. So the major piece of the puzzle is right there for everybody right now. So that's why we invite you to get to my YouTube site and learn about the lymphatic system as we teach it, because that will answer all your questions. Amazing. Okay. Um, yeah. what, what about like, uh, like colitis and, and intestinal diseases? Same thing? Oh, man. Well, we just, matter of fact, I just did an interview with a young man that had his whole colon removed, ulcerative colitis. You know, and this is what they're doing. They're removing the whole colon out of kids and stuff. All right. So ulcerate. Anything that's ulcerated, right? So let's use that word. You had an ulcer in your stomach, right? Let's say you have a stomach ulcer. Which side of chemistry ulcerates? And what's the next stage after ulceration? It's death of tissue. Which side of chemistry is causing that? Acids. Like acid reflux, you get too much acid in your stomach, you'll burn your stomach. You get too much acid in the uterus, you'll weld it to the bowel wall. You know, you're talking about high acidosis here. Most, to give you an idea, systemic acid, acids that are coming from the cell, like cell, just think of cell poop. You know, cells eat, cells poop, right? But cells can't get up and go to the bathroom. If I'm a cell in your liver, I can't get up and go to the bathroom. So how do I get rid of my waste? I have to dump it right where I sit, right into the outside of me as a cell. What's on the outside of me? Interstitial spaces full of my sewer fluids. And my blood is there too. I've got kitchen. I've got sewage. I don't have to do it. I can just sit there as a cell, structure function, and my, my, my health is taken care of by the nutrition and energy that's coming to me. And then the elimination of my waste and byproducts are essential to my health. Anybody ever been constipated more in a few days? I had an airline, Southwest airline pilot. He goes every 45 days. Imagine not pooping for 45 days. So my next question was him, do you eat meat? You know what a dead animal on the highway out there at 100 degree temperature smells like in just a few hours? Imagine that in your body. You don't go to the bathroom for days and days. I've met plenty of women that don't go to the bathroom, but every time they menstruate, 30 days. Imagine holding proteins, putrefactive, nasty proteins in your body for 30 days, for a week. You know what nature would do to it on the outside world. So this is what you can't bitch when you eat these types of foods and nature brings the bacterium in to help get rid of it. You can't, you can't complain about that. So when you look at this, look at this lymphatic system, guys. It's very simple. You have fluids that flow around every cell. These fluids tie into lymph vessels like blood vessels. And your body is full of lymph vessels, just like blood vessels. They follow and sometimes piggyback the blood vessels. 
All right, guys, that wraps up part one with the incredible Dr. Robert Morse. I hope that you enjoyed that episode. If you enjoyed the content and listening that in your ears, please take an action and do an act of kindness today to support the podcast. The number one most important thing you can do. Go out of your way to do it. Go do it right now. If, if you can, do three acts a day. That would be even better. Um, so please do that. Um, also, supporting on Patreon really does help. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair, just toss a buck in the bucket. It goes a super long way, and I appreciate you for taking that action. Uh, sharing and leaving a review and all that kind of good stuff to get the word out um, if you want to support. And if you don't, you just want to listen and, and, and do whatever you're doing, that's okay too. I love you anyways. But if you do want to support, then please take any one of those actions, and that would be fantastic. Um, what else do I got for you today? I have, I, I've been like a week off because I just got to uh, went to Sedona. We did four events in three days with uh, Clifford Mahuti, who is a Zuni elder, and David Lombear Senapas, who is a Megama elder. And like I said, it was just absolutely mind-blowing what they were sharing in conversation, the level of their knowledge. They're both scientists. They're both engineers. Uh, you know, Clifford worked in the government. He's incredibly smart, had just a, uh, it, so many experiences, and they both talked about the sky people the star people the star knowledge and some of their history twenty thousand years old of what they were taught and it's mind-blowing and and i have never heard anything like that before and they want to share these teachings with the non-natives for the first time and i am actively looking to get them speaking engagements in the u.s uk and australia so if you've got a group of people and you want to hear these two absolutely incredible people speak about stuff that we have never heard of please hit me up at matt at zenathlete.com because i am fully supporting both of those people You've never heard anything like it, um, and we do need help. So if you can help these two guys, you like this podcast, um, you know we need help in all kinds of ways, financial, resources, um, all this kind of thing, because they basically do the teachings for free. Um, so it makes it challenging in this day and age, and, and we would appreciate any kind of help. If you guys want some coaching, I'm doing 90-minute sessions. I'm also doing the heart journey, where it is basically the most powerful hypnotic experience to find your life purpose, to find clarity, also remove limiting beliefs. Um, doing 90-minute sessions is basically the best that I know in spirituality, consciousness, um, life design, everything that I've learned about meditation and expanding consciousness. We can go into that, but it's going to be very tailored for you and one-on-one coaching for uh, mentorships. And that's if you really want to dive deep in all this stuff and and learn all these tools and techniques that my guests are talking about that I have learned um, and customize it for you. So if you're really looking to level up, just go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching. Happy to hit you up. If you go to forward slash lucid dreaming, get a free lucid dreaming book. And if you're a coach, athlete, human being, business person, entrepreneur, music, get the Zen Athlete book um, and then gift it to somebody because it is a guide to self-mastery. No matter what you do, you'll be better at what you do after you read that book. Book, I promise you, because that's it's all the best techniques that I've learned. Very simple, easy to understand. But we need to get this to the kids. So if you know a uh, uh, coach, if you know a teacher, please buy them a book and give it to them. Um, I'll even send them the ebook for free. I don't care. But the physical book is just a little bit better because it's easier to be in the hand. Because we need to teach this to the kids, and that what that's what that's for. So any support, anybody in sports organizations, school organizations, um, please hit me up. I'll, I'll gift everything for free. I don't give a crap. Um, we need to get this to the kids. It's very very important, and I need your help to do that. So if you know somebody, hook it up, please. Um, okay, so that's it. Uh, also, you can check out Sync Tuition if you want, uh, bit.ly forward slash gamma waves for three binaural beat tracks that are epic. I listen to them a lot on the plane over there. Um, they help you go into a gamma wave state. 
And that is it. I'm just going to leave it there. So uh, we'll see you in the next episode. But before we close that out, let's just come to peace and coherence real quick together. So whatever you're doing, just stop and just taking a deep breath in through your nose. Setting the intention to come to peace and coherence. And just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Take it another deep breath in through your nose. And as you hold that breath, just imagine that you can do anything that you want on this earth. Just imagine that you have a million dollars a day, that you only have six months to live. What would you do if you could create anything? And just realize right now that you can do anything that you want on this planet. It just takes a little bit of faith, a little bit of dedication, a little bit of action, and letting go of all that does not serve you. And just see yourself living a life of happiness, joy, peace, prosperity. Let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Take in another deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just double the feeling of living the life of your dreams. Just see yourself around the people that you want, being of service, traveling, learning, growing, and all the things that you want to do, realizing that you can do this through your own conscious free will and action. It just requires you taking a little bit of action and moving in that direction. A little bit of faith, letting go of that that does not serve you. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again in part two with the man, the incredible Dr. Robert Morse.